The members of the Uncontrolled Airspace podcast are participating as private individuals. Their comments do not necessarily reflect the views of the various organizations they work with. Also, anything you hear on this podcast that sounds like advice on aircraft operation is obviously very general. You should always consider your own situation, remember your training, and fly the airplane. But you knew that. So, Jeb, here's what I want to So you're flying to Oshkosh from, uh, from Sarasota this year. That is correct. This is the yes. that, now. Let's see. Time flies when you're having fun. This is the first yeah. year you've gone from Sarasota, right? This is that's that's also correct. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. what's the? Have you got your flight planned out? I mean, you, you, I, I have looked at it. Um, it it's it appears um, I'll be picking up Bertarelli at Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to airline back a few days before I come back, so he's going to drop a vehicle at Tampa. Um, I'll zoom in there and pick him up, and then we'll both launch out of Tampa. I looked at this, I don't know, a month or so ago, and at the time, the the best places to get cheap gas along the route from here to uh, there uh, happened to be in uh, Indiana. Um, I forget the name of the field. It's a county municipal airport kind of thing. Uh, and I will recheck all of this before I get close to launching. What Julian Victor Yankee by any chance was it? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, it was. That's, it was that's in Indiana. So. Yeah, no, I understand. It was west of uh, Indianapolis, as I recall. But um, I, I've got a, I've got it all at the office computer. So the plan is to you know just punch out of Tampa and go direct to that little spot. That would give us about three and a half hours in route. Um, land, stretch our legs, top off, get some cheap gas, and that way we're fat uh, on fuel getting into uh, into the Oshkosh area. We're actually going to go into uh, uh, Appleton, right? You're uh, mentioning this, that, yeah. This so. year instead of instead of Oshkosh, that way I can uh, get out if I need to, and it just it just makes a little bit more sense. So, what's the total flight time on that for you? Probably going to be about uh, five and a half, six hours. You know, it all depends on the winds. Yeah. Well, that's not so bad for you. You're the no. one that keeps crowing about seven-hour legs, and uh, yeah, I can I can do you know I could do the whole thing nonstop, but I'd be um, I wouldn't have a whole lot of loiter fuel. Now, given that you won't turn the key before one, what time does that get you in? Oh, I'm gonna come up here and hurt Jack. you. <laughs> no, that's too well. Uh, no, actually, so you're, you're shooting to get in there when? I'm just kind of curious. Noon local time. I'm genetically incapable of turning the key on an airplane ignition before noon local time. Oh, okay. That's that's the uh, uh, the gouge. Um, conventional at, wisdom. Actually, um, I'll probably pick up my passenger around you know nine thirty ten o'clock that morning in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And uh, and zoom on out. Yeah, and I'm sorry. What day is that? Thir- thir- Friday. Friday. Okay, that's when Friday I'm Friday the 25th. That's when I'm arriving too. So uh, so Dave, you and I, I think, are going by more mundane means of transportation. I think we're, we're going by human mailing tube. Yeah, uh, you are. I'm not. I'm actually driving again this year. Driving out. Yeah. You gonna you gonna rent a car? I have a rental car, yeah, and uh, so uh, I actually like drive. I mean, if I couldn't, if I can't fly in a small airplane, driving is my second choice. I really didn't particularly enjoy going by airlines last year. It just it's too too uh, 
you're not you're not earning the privilege. I don't know if that makes any sense. It's like there's no there's no fun anymore. You have, to, you, have to, you have to pay your dues to get to Oshkosh, you know. So it's for me, it's a pilgrimage. I have to uh, drive a long distance or fly a long distance, and uh, so yeah. There's, there's no penance, is what you're getting at. No, I don't think it's penance at all. I think it's a pilgrimage thing. I think you have to earn the right to go to the summit, and uh, you know. So there you go. Well, okay, now having said but, that, Dave, you're taking the airlines, right? Unfortunately, human mailing tube uh, out of uh, ICT to MSP change planes to ATW. Now, you often arrive on uh, Thursday, right? I will arrive on Thursday. Yeah, okay, so you're the early uh, You know, well, I, I say that. My flight trusting, to the, trusting to the, your fate to the gods of uh, weather and Northwest Airlines. NATC. NATC, yeah. Well, I would. Uh, but we've gone to great pains to avoid some of the natural-born killers in the air traffic system. We avoided flights that routed us through O'Hare, Dallas, Atlanta, O'Hare, Midway. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there were ways to do this uh, out of uh, a couple of other airports, Chicago, Milwaukee, and uh and, and, and uh, MSP seemed like the safest bet. It's also got the shortest second leg because. What's uh, what's the equipment coming out of MSP to ATW? Aero Commander. <laughs> oh no! This is an all the way CRJ. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Adventure, uh, which you know is is on the upside. It's it's relatively fast. It's a jet. Yeah. On the downside, uh, they have uh, uh, overhead bins uh, mm. made for the luggage of leprechauns. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that means that both of my substantial carry-ons, uh, my camera bag and my darkroom bag, will invariably get uh, uh, ramp checked mm -hmm. into the tail uh, luggage compartment. Well, and, CRJs. and what airline are you on? You know, because I'm on Northwest. Because now a lot of them are, and they're starting to charge for like extra yeah. and even first. You, you need, yeah, you, you need to tell them to get the tail stand out too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, usually the tail stand is out for these okay. things. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I have no idea what to expect for my check luggage. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, payment. Expect due. expect it to not arrive. Well, that's the other thing, you know, is what I, I know where I'm going. I'm, uh, I'd like to be sure that they know where the bags are going. Yeah. So uh, the uh, connection time is is pretty relaxed at Minneapolis, which to you know it to me means that there is ample time for a bag that was on the right airplane to get onto the next correct airplane, uh, as opposed to that. You're arriving at, you know, DFW, O'Hare, uh, 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 Atlanta, Hartsfield, New York, Kennedy, uh, and you got 27 minutes between connections, and you can barely make it at a dead run. And, you know, any time my bag actually makes that connection, I am, I, you know, I want to send a case of beer and, and a thank you card right. to the ground crew because I don't know how they do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and to get it off good. and onto the right cart and onto the next airplane correctly in less time than it takes me to huff and puff my silly butt from one, you know. And, and of course, those are usually connections that are cross concourses. So, oh, your flight's leaving from C, and I'm on D. 
So, okay, click like a bunny to the middle of it, then take the cross-town shuttle uh, to the next county, backtrack two blocks down, take a left, take a right, take a right, take a left, and then you get under the concourse that eventually leads you to the regional gate at the other end. Uh, my other fault with big airports, uh, the mega airports. So mm-hmm. MSP is comfortably down in that category. Which airport uh, is MSP? Minneapolis St. Paul. Uh huh. Okay. The other so good going, thing, the other yeah. good thing is is you'll um, be coming in on an RJ and going out on an RJ. Typically, the RJs kind of have their gates grouped together. Yeah, that's correct. So I I expect you know that. My, uh, my my plane change will be off one jetway, you know, left or right, two gates, three gates, and on to the next jetway uh, with some small hopes that there's a, a, a coffee a place other than <laughs> my f- non-favorite uh, somewhere in, in between the two or close by. There you go. There you go. Are, are the Beach Boys going to be there this year? No. You no. Know, well, we're no, going to talk about that foreigner. later on. Foreigner yeah. is going to be the one, which is foreigner. Yeah, I know. Really. We'll foreigner. come back to that later on. Let me jump in. Let's get, we got to get this ball rolling here, and by having me say, "Roll uh, this ball." Welcome, folks, to episode number tw- number twenty, number ninety-one. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I was flashing back there for a second. Ninety-one of uncontrollable space. Two years. Good stuff. Behind. General yeah. Aviation Podcast. We're recording this episode on uh, Monday evening, July twenty-first. 2008. And, and uh, you know, full disclosure to our listeners, because a few listeners have told us in email and in the forums that we talk about Oshkosh too much because they don't get to go and they're not all that interested. But, you know, get ready because this one we're going to talk about Oshkosh Suck it up. Air Venture completely. This is our special uh, Air Venture preview episode where we're going to talk a bit about uh, what we're looking forward to. And, and we have a very special guest who's going to be joining us in the hangar in a little bit. But before he arrives, um, well, first of all, or, let me she. Say, or she. she. Yeah, keep the mystery going there. Uh, let me say hi to my friend. Here hanging out with me in the hangar is uh, Dave Higdon, who's talking to us from Wichita, Kansas. Hi, Dave. How you doing? <laughs> well, apparently you're doing pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> or or not well at all, depending on your viewpoint. <laughs> on that, did I? Dave, Dave uh, there's there's a mute button around there somewhere. <laughs> no, no, it was good. How are you doing, Dave? All psyched up, all loaded, getting loaded up, all the July work on August stuff that I'll be behind on when I get back. Really pumped up now. Just you know. Let's let's do this, puppy. Very I'm cool. red eye. Very cool. And also here in the hangar is Jeb Burnside talking to us from Sarasota, Florida. Hi, Jeb. Hey, Jack. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm just so. I'm, you know me. I'm so easy. I love going to Oshkosh. So <laughs> I'm happy this time of year. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It's uh, uh, it's a great time of year. Uh huh. And I am Jack Hodgson. I'm talking to you from the UCAP Home Office in Dover, New Hampshire. <laughs> UCAP World Headquarters. World Headquarters. That's right. That's because there's no Jack H like our Jack H. And I'm drinking my Honey Weiss here. And uh, you know, I moved into my new apartment. All right. Here's my priorities. All right. I bought a six pack. Well, more than one by now. But I've bought. Honeywise, wine and Kugel. But do I have a bottle opener? No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. That's non sequitur. They're twist-offs. Not these. Yeah, they are. Well, I'll have to give that a try. Maybe I've been making a mistake all along. They're not labeled <laughs> twist-off. And... Uh, Wow, I've never had a lineage that wouldn't have twist off. And uh, But I'm getting good at taking off the tops with pliers, so I'm all set. <laughs> 
Jack's next career will be as a walk-in dental clinic. I was going to say A and P, but uh... <laughs> that's right. That's right. So listen, we're uh, what's going on? So uh, we're we're heading for Oshkosh, and I'm curious to hear what are the things that uh, each of us are looking forward to most. And uh, who wants to go first? People. What's something that you're particularly looking forward to? Just people. People. Yeah. Yes. Well, that goes without saying. All the great friends we have. So, no, no, that, 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 that's really the first thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really is. That's that's, you know, I, I you know, I, we all know these these types, who you know look at going to Oshkosh because they kind of sort of have to, look at it as a chore. And and to an extent, yeah, okay, it is a, it is a chore. It's you know you're away from friends and family, and, and you're away from your your um, um, your castle, and it's it's not an inconsiderate expense and, and all of this kind of thing but uh, um, I see people at Oshkosh that I only see once a year at Oshkosh and it's good it's always good to see those people again and to to uh, get those those brain cells uh, rejuvenated um, yeah there's also you know some aircraft flying around too yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also um, Certain events, whether it's in in the, during the daytime or in the evenings or, or whenever, wherever, uh, that are always uh, uh, worth participating in. But um, the, for me, the main thing is, is the people. A lot of people say, "Ah, oh, you know, it's 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 uh, it's the same old thing every year," or uh, uh, it, it's it's just a lot of work or, or something like that. And I and I I just never get that either. I never got that. I mean, uh, same thing every year. Uh, in my mind, that's either somebody that's only been once or somebody that really wasn't paying attention to the times that they were there because, you know, there is a common element year in, year out. Right. Uh, you know, that's that's going to be with any kind of uh, regularly scheduled event, particularly one held in the same location year after year. There's going to be a lot that carries over that's familiar. But every year the grounds change, the mix of airplanes that are featured changes. Uh, there's, you know, always a, a good dose of product news that is new and different from uh, anything that we've seen before. That'll be happening again this year. Yep. Uh, the uh, the air show, it varies substantially from year to year the mix of talent they they go to great lengths to keep it from becoming same old same old right uh, and uh, then there's the, all those friends that i haven't made yet yeah they make it new every year yeah i i've said this before and it but it's so true that i'm very i consider myself very lucky that um, my my beat if you will at air venture at least as far as the newspaper air venture today is concerned is to go out and just talk to strangers uh and uh, and i and i just have such a blast doing that i mean i just and i to- don't know many people more suited to strange talking. I, I was going to say, y'all doing a newspaper again this year? Yeah, that's right. That's right. We're going to we're going to marshal on without you. All right, we're going to we're going to see if we can pull this thing off. Jeb Jeb is going to so be missing, uh, uh, you know, and and I don't want to gig him too much for that because that's a, a you know that was a life altering decision that took him yeah. from us at a yeah. premature age. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, as as I related an email earlier in the week. Uh, I won't be staying in the ho- in the same hotel this year, uh, and one of the um, I realized <laughs> I realized that one of the one of the downsides <laughs> will be that I won't get to see Dave Higdon first thing every morning, and then I realized that you know 
that's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> well, and all you usually saw of me was the backside of my head that's headed true. out that door from your room. Dave, that's Dave, true. definitely. He, he, Dave, I, I, would, Dave Higgins, I will say it publicly again: the hardest working man on the field at Oshkosh each year. Ain't every it the year. truth? Ain't it the truth? Because okay. I know many mornings I'd be up pretty early, getting ready to go, and I'd I'd look out the window over the parking lot across to the uh, to the uh, airport grounds there, and I'd see Dave like with both shoulders, you know, lugging his big bags of cameras and, and gear and whatnot, and, and trudging on out to the fence to his gator, um, you know, at 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 uh, o dark early uh, yeah. in the morning, and uh, so there's no question about it. Um, so the people are great. There's no question about that. What about? That's very kind of you both. What? Uh, w- so what about the other stuff? There are some, you know, sort of featured things. Are there any particular events? Or, uh, I'll or, tell you one I'm really looking forward to is this other old than Boeing the biplane. This old Boeing biplane. Yeah. Uh, uh, Which what one is, is this? Model forty. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the right. oldest. It's the oldest surviving Boeing. Boeing in existence, yeah, uh, and it was just rebuilt over the last about a decade by a really dedicated gentleman up in uh, uh, Washington State. Um, d- biggest disappointment so far, uh, a group has been busy, or a gentleman has been busy restoring to flying condition an original Pitcairn autogyro, oh, and apparently yeah. it is much more challenging to fly. Mm-hmm. than uh, people uh, with modern gyro uh, experience were prepared for uh, because they've already damaged it twice. Oh, wow. Uh, first damage was pretty easily repaired, and it was flown by an experienced autogyro pilot. Uh, the second damage just happened a few year, few days ago, damaged the rotor blades beyond their ability to get them fixed in time. Oh. But I was so looking forward to seeing that puppy come motoring into uh into whitman regional yeah that and been uh cool. you know t- just touching down and rolling out on one eight three six uh but there's going to be plenty of other stuff there we've got uh uh if i remember correctly we've got raptors coming we've got uh uh harriers coming we've got a huge collection of antiques and uh, and old warbirds coming last i heard now i'm going to get i was disappointed at sun and fun but last i heard the v22 osprey is still on the on the agenda it is on the agenda for monday the 28th yeah Uh, as a matter of fact i was looking at the airventure.org website just a little while ago and uh, on i forget but one of the days is even demo flights uh listed so there i thought that had been scotched I don't know. It's still on their I would website. Be, I would be more than it's, it's on for Thursday. It's wrong. Yeah. It's on. It's on for Thursday. Yeah. So that'll be cool. It's not just going to arrive and depart, but it's actually going to do some. It's scheduled to do some flights on yeah. a day. That would be kind of cool. Um, I'm looking for. I want to see what's up with this whole uh, Burt Rutan White Knight Two reveal that they're going to do in coordination with uh, down in Mojave. Apparently, they're going to do some sort of simulcast live thing when they're rolling it out of the hangar down there. And then, and then Burton. I'm sorry. What's the rich guy's name? Um, Pick one. Oh, Richard Branson. Br- Branson. Sir Richard. Yes. Sir Richard. All right. My my apologies. Um, is going to just in case he's a listener. Um, is uh, they're going to fly up the next day and, and and do some some live things. I have this fantasy that they're actually going to fly up in the White Knight too and surprise us all. Wouldn't that be cool? You know, it'd be like the it'd be like the very vegan all over again. You know. So. But we should we should see Cirrus's new uh, vision. Right. J fifty yep. single engine jet there. That'll year. be cool. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, and the, the Eclipse four hundred. Of course, we saw that funny last year. Thing, I got a card today. 
Now, yeah. which that's the little one engine, the single engine. That's the little right? single. And the card on the address side, it's from Eclipse Aviation, 2503 Clark Car Loop, Southeast Albuquerque, New Mexico. Big letters. Oops. And you turn it over, and there's a big toll-free phone number. And below it says this. We sent you an invitation to learn more about the exciting new ah. Eclipse 400 single-engine jet. But, boy, did we goof up. We printed the wrong toll-free number. Please call the number above, and we'll be thrilled to talk to you about airplanes instead of Toyotas. Oh, <laughs> what was the phone number they gave you? Well, the the the, the new one is eight seven seven three seven five seven nine seven eight. But the old one. Well, don't tell. Don't tell me the number. Just tell me what you got when you called it. You got uh, uh, people to talk to you about Toyota automobiles. Well, okay, that's the next best thing, I guess. I don't know. There's there's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know what else I'm looking forward to? This Rocket Racing League thing. Uh, yeah, that should be pretty exciting. Certainly different, uh, and uh, we'll see. Well, I there's going to be the Rocket quite... Racers. There's going to be uh, battery powered LSA flying. That's right. That electric uh, There's going to be the jet pack. Uh, there's going to be Foreigner uh, as the uh, concert, the free concert. Uh, Which on is it just night. me, or is that kind of like a huh? You know, it's like <laughs> Foreigner. Well, you know, the the Beach Boys are older, uh, and Foreigner just looks older. Uh, yeah, you know, okay. And I like both the Beach Boys and Foreigner. Don't get me wrong. All right, but when they announced but, yeah, the Beach, when they announced the, that there was going to be a rock band and that it was going to be the Beach Boys, I go, okay, that makes sense. You know, because Beach Boys are a good all-American, you know, kind of wholesome kind of right, thing. Right, good all-around family stuff. All right, right. Foreigner, not so much. I mean, you know, not, <laughs> certainly not acid rock. You know, but hey, well, I, I don't Snake know. or uh, ACDC or uh, yeah, right. Now, sadly, we don't get to go to the Foreigner concert because that will be while we are recording one of our live uh, on-the-air episodes of uh, Uncontrolled Airspace. But but you may hear it in the background as we're talking. Well, Well, uh, one evening in the theater in the woods, uh, the actor Gary Sinise and his lieutenant Dan Band. Which is another thing we aren't going to get to go to because we're going to go on podcast of Palooza. Uh, uh, but uh, Lieutenant Dan was uh, Gary Sinise's character in uh, the movie Forrest Gump with yep. Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. And he's put together a band that tours under the moniker of the Lieutenant Dan Band. And they're going to be playing. Uh, there's going to be nightly movies in the campground on this huge seven-story or 70-foot by five-story uh, uh, inflatable motion picture screen. That's a freebie every night. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, then then it just all rolls back to every evening. There's just bodacious, boku bodacious stuff uh, going on in the campgrounds and up in the North Forty. Uh, people to see, cookouts to go to, muzzleloader to sip. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, oh, listen, yeah. before we welcome our friend into the hangar here, I want to just jump. Uh, Jeb, did you have anything else you wanted to add to highlights and previews? No, I I, uh, uh, I can't add not much to that. Okay. Um, a couple of uh, sort of administrative things we've been hinting at. We've been talking about some of the things that are going on. Just a reminder, we are involved with the uh, podcast of Palooza uh, on a Friday afternoon at AirVenture after the air show. Uh, and uh, just a whole gang of uh, aviation 
aviation podcasters are going to get together on a big panel and have a big uh, big hangar flying session, which will be broadcast live on EA Radio and also recorded, uh, both to be repeated on EA Radio and also to be posted on the net. So that'll be kind of fun. It was fun last year, and uh, they're going to do streaming mm-hmm. audio again this year too. That's right. I, I expect that's right. It'll be on the internet, so you can check out uh, EA Radio on uh, AirVenture.org. And, and that, that 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 is something to be very afraid of, folks. Yeah, you actually live. be able to hear the streaming audio of us live. Apparently. That's right. That's right. Did you say streaming or screaming? Both. Well, that depends on your perspective. That's right. I got an email from uh, Pilot Kent of uh, the PilotCast podcast, uh, and uh, among other things, he said, uh, he said, I can confirm that Dave was right. It is the AirBP forum at, for Potapalooza. So, uh, oh, cool. I, uh, once again, we're gonna, we should start a tally of how many times you guys are right. You know, Dave was right, <laughs> Jeb was right, Jack was right. Anyways. It's at the AirBP forum, one of the forum buildings at uh, AirVenture on Friday afternoon. Check out the, uh, the uh, schedules that are posted if you want slightly more detail. Um, also, Dave, you're going to be talking in the Affordable Flight Center a couple times during the week and uh, t- telling people about uh, some of your ideas on how to make uh, aviation a little bit more uh, you know, budget-conscious. Kind of find something that you can afford to fly that will keep you flying and, uh, uh, you know, position you to not only fly, get your pilot's license, but, uh, you know, if, if the mood strikes and the opportunity arises to move up over the years. So doing that twice Saturday at 10 a.m. and uh, Sunday at 1 p.m. And for those that have been the Affordable Flight Center, is in what used to be the NASA Pavilion, uh, and they will have several. They've got a couple of dozen presenters uh, lined up for the, the the duration of the show, and they're going to be covering everything from really frugal home builds that you can tackle that are simple and easy, uh, budget engines uh, that uh, have uh, good reliability, good economics. Uh, ways to uh, recondition older airplanes and and and, and make something cheap, uh, yours and usable. So uh, there's a lot more to draw you, the person looking for inexpensive flying ideas, than just my meager efforts. Yeah. And the Affordable Flight Center is in the uh, old NASA building, right? Uh, there Correct. On the, on the uh, sort of down near the flight line. So okay. We should get a guest in here. Yeah. So joining us now in the uh, virtual hangar is an old friend of the podcast and a, and a great friend of aviation and uh, a friend of ours personally as well, and that is uh, the uh, chairman and CEO, I believe is his title, of the Experimental Aircraft Association. Tom Poberezny is here. Hi, Tom. How you doing? Doing just great. This is an exciting time in Oshkosh, and it's a great time to be here. I bet it is. Uh, you, you're, you're a pretty busy guy right now, huh? Well, there's a lot of people pretty busy, but uh, the people are arriving. Uh, the pace is quickened, and you think the convention started already. Yep. So we've caught you on your cell phone this afternoon. Where where are you actually sitting or standing right now? Well, what, I, what I'm doing is I'm standing just off the site here a little bit. I've got the, we're getting ready to do some uh, uh, pre-registrations for some early arrival aircraft, and uh, just made time to get with you guys and share some of the excitement that's taking place. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what's going on on the site. What's what's the picture that's going on out there these days? Well, it's uh, first of all, it's beautiful. It's green. We've had a lot of rain, but the rain is well past now. It's about 75 degrees and sunny and clear and Campers are arriving. We opened the campsite uh, 23 days ago, and campers are running ahead of pace. Had some early arrival aircraft, and tents are going up in the exhibit area and the forums and the workshops. And 
uh, just a lot of busyness, and you'll see the airplanes start to arrive in earnest in about three days. And, of course, the, the big arrival is the mass arrival of the Bonanza to Oshkosh that kicks it off on Saturday. Yeah, that's great. So how about the uh, convention grounds? Anything we're new we're going to see this year? I understand the new control tower is operational. It's uh, it catcher. The new tower's up for the last couple of weeks, and it'll be the icon that when somebody says, I'll meet you somewhere, they're going to say, meet you at the tower, because there's, uh, there's not a place on the site where you can't see it. It's beautiful, and uh, it's, it's doing well, and it's going to be a great service to all the people coming in. Now, the old tower is still in place, right? The old tower is still there, and they'll be tearing it down after this year's convention. Uh, it's kind of sad, but progress, it's, I guess. It is, but I think when you see the new tower, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's great from a visibility standpoint for the controllers and for the members flying in, and it, it's, it was the right thing at the right time. Yeah. How about other uh, air venture facilities? Are there any new exhibit hangars or forum buildings or things like that? Well, we've, we've done a lot of work on infrastructure just to keep things uh, up to date. Uh, we've opened one of the old exhibit hangars from years back because of the demand. Or we've expanded the outdoor exhibit space, and then there'll be a display at the EA Welcome Center on the big improvement starting next year with ex- significant expansion of the exhibit space, and then in two years, a new exhibit building. So, wow, that's great. On site, and uh, it's going to be... Uh, uh, make it even more outstanding. Yeah. Now, we've, of course, been involved with uh, the Air Venture Today paper over the years. We saw some cool pictures just recently of some renovations that were done in our building down there. That's very cool. Well, yeah, unfortunately, it was for all the wrong reasons. We had uh, some heavy rains back in June and created some flooding. And so when it was time to go in there and fix the building, we thought, let's make the renovations uh, uh, upgraded. And the new Air Venture Today building's outstanding. And uh, I'm just really excited. You know, this is, I've been chairman of the convention since 1975. And I've got to say, this pro- this year's program is the deepest and broadest in terms of activities and programs that are, I can remember. Tell us about that. Wow. What are some of the highlights that uh, that we should look forward to? Well, opening day is going to be the day of announcements. A lot of the innovations, new aircraft, ICON, uh, you know, Cirrus, you know, a number of new airplanes and innovations are going to be announced. Uh, the uh, Boeing Dream will arrive late in the afternoon, which is the modified 747. They're using the hall parts from around the world for the 787 construction. Uh, the, the Marine Corps OSP, uh, Richard Branson will be with us on Tuesday to talk about Virgin Galactic and the unveiling of White Knight 2, which will happen in Mojave on Monday. Uh, I, I tell you, Jeb and Dave, uh, it, the list goes on and on. I go on the website, and I, mean, I, I find things I didn't know was going on when I checked the website. Just, uh, uh, you know, it, it's kind of scary. You, you think you're in control until you find out there's a lot of things happening because it's so much... This, it, it, these are tough economic times, but it's also great innovative times. And uh, Oshkosh will be the place to be in aviation next week, no question about it. Yeah. Yeah. You speak of the tough economic times, Tom. Um, have you seen any manifestation yet, and, and do you have any expectations one way or the other? Well, it's a great question because it's an obvious one. With the economy the way it is, the cost of fuel both for uh, automotive fuel and air, aviation fuel and jet fuel and so forth, We've worked harder than ever before to create as much value and reasons to come to Oshkosh, so people have to make choices, and they do have to make choices. They can't do everything they want right. to That Hopefully Oshkosh stays on their, their list of choices. And and, and i got to share with you, it's been overwhelming, the fact is that uh, we've opened the camp, as I said, 23 days ago, and yeah. we're running 8% ahead of last year in terms of campers that have come in early. Wow. Uh, wow. From an aircraft standpoint, last year we had 385 warbirds on site, and we provide pre-registration. Usually, about fifty percent of the warbird population pre-registers. And as of today, we have two hundred and twenty pre-register. Whoa, so that cow. indicates. And uh, the Bonanza to Oshkosh. You're all familiar with that. It's a great opening oh, yeah. weekend activity. It's, we've done that program for sixteen years. This year is the third highest registration ever, with one hundred and fifteen. 
Wow. So Fantastic. The list, goes, the, the list goes on and on in terms of the positive signs. Of course, we're still a week away, but uh, Cessna's is fully complemented. Their arrivals for Oshkosh. Mooney is up. Comanche Society is up. Uh, it's just it's exciting times, and uh, I think it, it speaks volumes for the relationships and the value that people get out of coming to Oshkosh each year. And it's, it's an event a reunion they just don't want to miss. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been visiting a lot lately with uh, some of my Wichita pilot community, and one of the things that I've heard a great deal of uh, from these guys and uh, tangentially from some of their friends is that a lot of folks have been cutting back on their uh, flying this spring and early summer. Uh, but one of the reasons for it is they've been saving their nickels so yeah. that they can still make their trip to Oshkosh. Yeah. And, Dave, I've heard that a lot from people from all sectors of the community, from our chapters, from our members, from pilots and enthusiasts, from the exhibitors. And it's very gratifying to hear that. But, of course, it, 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 it makes us work doubly hard to ensure that we have the services and the support and the activities that have justified yeah. their confidence. No, no pressure at all. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, just just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me ask you this, Tom. So you know, you obviously have your your hands in a lot of things there, and you have to pay attention to a lot of the things as part of your your work with EAA. But if you can, for a moment, take off the hat of of the leader of EAA and just kind of what is Tom personally looking forward to most this year? Is there some particular exhibit or arrival or or something that that you you know can't wait for? Well, it's interesting. Uh, it's a great question because it's hard for me to focus on any one thing. What I'm looking forward to is each day. Usually there is that one thing. You know, one year it was the Concorde or one year it was the Sloop to Apollo or the White Knight Spaceship 2 when it came here a few years ago. This year, it's the it's the event itself. There's so much going on that it's it's almost like a buffet line where you get in line, you don't know what to put on your plate, and your plate's full, and you got to get a second plate and balance it with both hands. I kind of feel like... I don't know when I, I I don't want to sleep because I'm afraid I'm going to miss something. Uh, it's, it's just it's it's got to tell you for people coming this year, they really have to plan their time because if they don't, they're going to miss something they wish they would have seen. And uh, so to me, it's every day is exciting, and it's not just the airplanes innovation. It's it's the people that are coming, the types of activities. Uh, it, it it truly represents the total spectrum of aviation, which was which is what Oshkosh is all about. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, I know you're real crazed and busy right now, and I appreciate you taking a few minutes. Is there anything else you wanted to tell us about that we forgot to ask? Well, we're working on the weather. The weather's going to be good. Uh-huh. We're knock on wood. <laughs> and uh, uh, just, you know, come early, stay late. That's right. Well, that's the plan. Are things shaping up? Are things shaping up pretty well over at the Vet Seaplane Base? Is that looking like it's going to be well populated this base year? Looks great. It's going to be it's going to be full up popular and 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 Dave, as you well know, it's probably the most tranquil you know in this busyness of the convention. Oh, yeah. The Vet Seaplane Base is the place that you got to go at least for a few hours during your visit to Oshkosh. It's 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 flying at its best. Yeah, hey, uh, you know, it's it's so tranquil. It's almost uh, incongruous with everything else that's going on back over at Whitman Regional at the same time. And, and that's what makes Oshkosh so great is it has something for everyone. Yeah. Hey, before you run off, one other thing I, it just occurred to me I'd love to hear you talk about for a bit, and that is one of the new things this year that we've been talking about a bit on the podcast, and that's the Affordable Flight Center. Can you tell us a little bit about what that's all about? 
Absolutely. What we're doing is we're the Affordable Flight Center talks about different ways you can get involved in aviation at a more economical basis, and also the Learn to Fly Center. They kind of come hand in hand. Yeah. And uh, NASA is not going to have a major presence this year, so we took the NASA building and converted it to affordable flying. And if people are looking to re-engage re aviation or to find out how they can operate more safe, more uh, economically, spend some time at the Affordable Flying Center. We have experts in the field that are willing to share their knowledge and information. It's going to be a Another added value activity at Oshkosh. That's great. Well, thank you, Tom. We appreciate you taking a few minutes to, to visit us here in the hangar, and uh, we'll see you in a few days. We're all headed out there, and we'll be there later this week. Sounds great. Thanks for having me on, and we'll look forward to seeing you in Oshkosh later in the week. Take care. Bye-bye. Tom, thanks a lot. Hope to get a chance to have a beer with you this year. Okay, we'll look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Tom. Bye-bye. We want to thank uh, Tom Polbrizny of uh, EAA and Air Venture to uh, joining us here in the hangar for a few minutes. You could just hear in his voice, he's just frantic he's right just, now. He is frantic. He's a pretty busy guy, and that's not that, that's to be expected. There. Yeah, he is, and we're very well, grateful it, it, he was able it, to squeeze it, us in. You know, this is this is my well, I'm I'm well into double digits going to Oshkosh's. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. And for well in double digits, I'm well into double digits. You're almost into triple digits. <laughs> Be careful, son. Uh, every year on my first day up there, invariably I'll run into Tom drifting around the grounds in his little uh, Red Three, the the open top Volkswagen Bugs that his dad and his his dad's crew started converting as uh, as uh, uh, on the field transportation years and years ago, and he'll be out checking one thing or another, cruising around the grounds. Uh, and you always know that he's busy. You always know that there's a, a, a thousand million things flying at him from every direction. But he almost always projects this sea of calm. You know that things are in hand and under control, and 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 everything's shaping up well. And I got to tell you, that's the most hyper. Probably, yeah, I've heard Tom uh, uh, this far ahead of the show ever. Which spells good things to me because when a guy in Tom's position is as fired up and hyperkinetic as he seems to sound tonight, uh, to me that just bodes well for how this is going to go. And I'm hoping that the instincts that so many of us are feeling prove to be true, that attendance at Oshkosh is going to defy the conventional expectation that because of high fuel prices and, 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 and housing market problems and uh, uh, economic tankings and, and, and worries about the future, that people are going to want to get out, get their airplane fixed, and celebrate the fact that we're still free to fly our little airplanes almost anywhere we want to, anywhere in this country. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I hope you're right. Um, I, I I don't share all of that enthusiasm or optimism. I guess it really is. Um, uh, I hope you're right. Well, I'm, you're I'm I'm perpetually a glass half full kind of guy until my glass is empty, <laughs> and then, and then, then I'm a could I have a refill kind of guy? That's right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what's going on. Those the, the those early numbers that Tom mentioned to us. Oh, those are fantastic. That, that's no? just very very promising, and yeah. uh, that that's pretty cool. You know, well, and a couple of weekends ago at our local chapter EAA chapter eighty eight had their forty fifth annual uh, uh, fly in up here at El Dorado Municipal uh, in Butler County, about twenty five northeast of Wichita proper, and it was a little sobering. The uh, the the gate by road was pretty good 
but the number of airplanes on the field was clearly down from the last couple of years. Yeah. And talking to some of the pilots that I knew there, including a few that had flown over, I mean, I'm talking about flying like 25 miles to go to an air show or a fly-in, and others that could have flown 25 miles. And what I got from the ones that were there that had flown in was work or one thing or the other is keeping them from Oshkosh this year. So they were flying to Chapter 88's fly-in because they'd been waiting all summer to go someplace like that. But from the folks that usually flew who weren't there that had driven over anyway, the line for many of them was, you know, I'm, I can only afford to do so much flying this year. Oshkosh is on my hit list. I'm not missing Oshkosh because of fuel prices. So I skipped this to do that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, you know, gave me a little gave me a little boost that yeah. uh, we could see we could see a lot of that. Since then, I've heard that more and more from folks. Uh, I'm also hearing from folks that, uh, you know, I could drive, I could fly this year. But by the time I pay for the rental car and where I'm staying, it's going to bust my budget to fly. So I'm going anyway. I'm just driving. Mm-hmm. So people are not taking this off their schedule because, uh, it, from what I'm hearing, because of the economy and fuel prices, they may be changing their mode of arrival. Mm-hmm. Right. But if this was on their if this was on their to do list at the beginning of 2008, here. One week out from opening day, it's still on their to-do list, yeah. and I'm yeah. going to see more of those nummies tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? oh, that's right. We got to let you go in a little while too. You're that's kind right. of frantic too. I, you know, I think I, I'm, I'm encouraged by what what Tom was saying. Um, I, I sort of have a little bit of Jeb's, uh, uh, you know, kind of caution about the whole thing. But I think even if we have a, even if we were to have a, a down year um, or or a level year this year, I mean, I, I have a lot of confidence in this industry. Uh, uh, you know. Growing, over, we over we the near have future. proven to be a resilient yeah. bunch over the decades, you know. And we'll adjust to this whole fuel situation, and we'll figure out how to deal with it. And, you well, know. and this isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah, this may be the most dramatic in recent memory. But general aviation went through this back in the seventies and survived. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just like the economy at large adjusted and survived, yeah. And we shall too. Uh, hopefully. We'll start to see things come back into balance. The balance being fuel prices may not go back down to where they were a year or two years ago. But at the same time, you know, hopefully the economy will come back and salaries will come up to the point where the higher fuel prices won't be so painful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, all right. Uh, any uh, any uh, shout-outs here or any other uh, things we want to talk about before we uh, head in different directions here? Um. Just uh, when is this going to be on the street? Uh, hopefully, I mean, I mean, uh, this will hopefully be posted uh, either during the day Tuesday or Wednesday for certain. So, okay. Uh, All right. Just everybody, you know, uh, fly safe. Yeah. Get to get That's to right. Oshkosh safely, whether it's uh, car, personal airplane, human mailing tube, donkey, dog sled, whatever. Get there safely. Have a great time. Get home safely. Yeah. And when you get when you get back. Spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's right. Collect, you know, even if you're a pilot, even if you're already a pilot, go into that affordable, fl- you know, affordable flight center. Even if your pilot doesn't have financial issues, go into that affordable flight center. I'm very excited about that that program, and uh, I think it could be a real, you know. I don't know a pilot who doesn't have a friend 
yeah. who tells them periodically, one of these days I want to, or if only this changed, right. I would. Right, right. right. And so I'm Take expecting them back ideas. It's exactly right. I, I'm expecting that, that, among other things, there's going to be a lot of good learn to fly, learn to fly inexpensively stuff there. Collect some of that stuff, even if you don't need it for yourself, and take it mm-hmm. home and spread it out among your friends. You know, and uh, I was telling someone just story just this morning about how how I what what tipped me over the edge to actually learn how to to, to start my flight training um, years ago. And it wasn't because I suddenly discovered airplanes, because I'd been wanted to learn how to fly since I was a little kid. I mean, I want I love I, the, the idea fascinated me, but it was meeting a new neighbor when I moved into a new apartment who was in flight training herself. And I said, oh, I've always wanted to do that, but I don't know how. And she says, Her, oh, here's her, what you've her, got to do. Herself? Herself? Herself, yes. She was in flight training. Oh, now I understand yeah, okay. so much. I, it's all so clear to me now. That's right. And uh, so she introduced me to her CFI, <laughs> um, but that's how it works. You know, I mean, you know, AOPA has their mentor program, which is more formalized. But even if you do it informally, you know, take your friends to the airport, introduce them to a CFI, get them on a demo flight, you know, buy them a logbook. And, well, uh, you, uh, my, my my segue into this, and I've mentioned this before, so I'll keep it in, you know as short as possible. But uh, hey, make it as long as you I want. St- You're the one that's got to leave. I, I can still remember the first time my buddy Dennis Lothmiller hauled me out to a place called the East Cliff on the Indiana shore of the Ohio River, uh, about 420 feet above the floodplain on the Ohio. And we're driving out there, and he's telling me about these hang gliding things that he's flying. And I'm going, yeah, yeah, I've seen pictures of them on TV. They skim <laughs> down the mountainside, and they land. Big whoop. What's the big difference between that and skydiving, which I've done a little of? And as we turn down the final uh, stretch to get to the launch site, the first thing I saw was a glider climbing above the tree line. And then another and as we pulled into the area, I looked up, and there were a half a dozen of these things several hundred feet over my head. I was like, oh, my time has come. <laughs> That's where it all started. Yeah. So take a friend to the airport. and uh, Take a friend to the airport. Take him to a hang gliding right. site. Take him to a sailplane club meeting. Go to an ultralight club. Join an EAA chapter and hang out with people that build their own or fly LSAs. There is not just one way to get into this. And each of them, each of the different ways to get into this has a special appeal. Mm-hmm. Here, here. Well, anything well, else, Jeb? Uh, I found the airport in Indiana at which I plan to stop for gas. And it's Logan, is- Logansport, uh-huh. Cass yeah, sure, County sure. Airport. Uh, $4.24 a gallon, 100 oh. low lead as of the 17th. That's the lowest price I've seen on AirNav. And I don't know about, I haven't been tracking it that closely, but I know car gas prices have gone down a few cents in the last yeah, week or so. I, I so. saw three ninety one um over the weekend in Georgia Yeah, we, uh, we for, dropped, for automotive uh, gas. We dropped about 20 cents here in the last week or so. I 20? Saw it, I saw it Wait, below Are you talking about AV gas or car gas? No, car gas. Really? Car I, gas. I saw it below three seventy uh, over the weekend. Oh, well, let's it, move to Kansas. Yeah, really. I, it, course, not we, haven't this, gotten, we haven't gotten to four bucks here. Really? Yeah, so let you know. Not, not this last weekend, but the weekend before last, I paid four eighty nine for hundred low lead. Uh, but I can't seem to find anything here locally under five dollars, except down at Fort Myers. Yeah, I believe it said five and a quarter. I was at my FBO this morning, and I think it said five and a quarter. I yeah. know where I can get it here locally for under four fifty. But that will change when they get their next load. Well, that's then that's what's happened to so many airports, and they got it. They're getting it at the peak, 
And even if if um, uh, oil prices are down by the time they ne- get their next one, it's it's not going to be down that much. Right. Uh, well, we want to thank uh, Tom Pobrezny for joining us. Uh, obviously, he was particular. Uh, he was he was very very rushed uh, this afternoon, and uh, we'll have him on again. Some he's been on on in the virtual hangar a number of different times, and and usually is as uh, much more calm and and just kind of hanging out in the hangar. But today he obviously was in the middle of some stuff, and so we're especially grateful that he was able to take yeah. a few minutes and talk with us. You can learn more about Tom and EAA and Air Venture at uh, their websites. Uh, they've got a lot of websites, but two in particular are EAA.org and AirVenture.org. And uh, go to AirVenture.org and, and learn about some of the highlights that uh, we didn't talk about. Uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff on that site right now. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, thanks to uh, Dave Higdon. Dave, of course, is an aviation photographer, a senior editor for Kit Planes Magazine, and the U.S. editor for London's World Aircraft Sales Magazine. Dave, I have to tell you, so I'm in the FBO this morning waiting for somebody, so I have picked up a copy of World Aircraft Sales, which was sitting there. And so I'm just kind of flipping through the magazine. And I only got halfway through the magazine, but in that space, I saw two stories that were bylined by you, which I thought was kind of cool. And I was kind of skimming through them, and nowhere in either of those stories did you use the word Jiminy. (laughs) (laughs) You can learn more about Dave and his work at kitplanes.com, avbuyer.com, slash worldaircraftsales, and aea.net, or just Google his name. And and a a quickie here, Dorian... Air Venture. Yeah. Air Venture Today, the newspaper on which Jack and I and Once Upon a Time Jeb will be laboring during uh, Air Venture. Uh, those pages, th- that newspaper is posted every night to the airventure.org website. You can follow the links. You can read what we're writing about, what we're photographing, uh, just as if you were there to pick up the newspaper live and get ink on your fingers. So, uh, you know, if you're that curious, uh, we're working that hard to fulfill your curiosity. That's right. That's right. And Jeb Burnside is an aviation journalist currently serving as the editor-in-chief of Aviation Safety Magazine. And you can learn <laughs> more about Jeb at jebburnside.com. <laughs> aviation Safety. I'm trying to give you guys a plug here. Are you? Oh, shh. Uh, AviationSafetyMagazine.com and AvWeb.com. What's your beat? Have you decided? Have you discovered what you're going to actually be doing at Osh? I, I will be. I got my. I got a frog in my throat here. All of a sudden, I will be working for AvWeb. Yes. And will you be writing for one of the? Are they going to do their little daily highlights email thing again this year? We're doing a little bit of everything. We're doing um, obviously standard standard news products. Doing uh, audio podcasting. Doing video. Doing blogging, um, and you know, uh, as as the late great George Carlin would say, updates as they happen. And I am Jack Hodgson. I'm a private pilot, a freelance writer, and a new media producer. Learn more about me and my work at jackhodgson.com or aroundthefield.net. I should point out that I've been plugging aroundthefield.net for some time, and it's kind of been out of date for a while. But I've now cleaned it all up, and uh, it contains, among other things, all of the archive versions of the Around the Field columns that I've been doing at AirVenture for the last, what, 11 or 12 years. So uh, if you're at all interested to, to read a little bit about past years at, at AirVenture, um, you can do that at Around the Field. .net and as Dave mentioned this year's columns will be posted on the airventure.org site so um, that's uh, what I'm involved with and you can learn about all of us at uh, uncontrolledairspace.com the forums and uh, next time or actually probably sometime in the future uh, we'll tell you about a brand new feature on the website or just go to the website and you'll figure it out for yourselves so thank you everyone for joining us in the virtual hangar we'll see you all next week at, uh, at Oshkosh and AirVenture and for now that's enough talking let's go flying Remember, time spent flying is not subtracted from your lifespan. 